Hi, I'm Christian Brindle, and welcome to the Everything Medicare Podcast. What's up, everything, Medicare, Podcast Nation. Hey, this is Christian Brenda, wherever you are and however you might be listening to me today. Thank you so much for taking the time. And folks, this is episode 256 of the Everything Medicare Podcast. Every single week, me and my company bring you a podcast episode where we discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. And today, folks, we're going to be talking about Plan F on Labor Day. Um, happy Labor Day to you, wherever you where, wherever you are listening from. And um, I hope you're having a fantastic holiday, and I hope you had a fantastic weekend. So 256, folks, um, we're going to be talking about Plan F today. The Plan F. Is there any good reason to purchase a Plan F now? For those of you who aren't familiar with what a Plan F is, um, a Plan F is essentially... Um, a Medicare supplement plan. A Medicare supplement plan that has been around a long time. It has a very rich and storied history. It actually started in 1992 um, with the first line of what we know today as Medigaps. Plans that come and pay the 20% of medical bills that Medicare Parts A and B do not pay, right? They supplement Medicare. They pay as a secondary insurance. Um, a Plan F was the only plan ever that I've ever known about anyway that covered 100% of what Medicare did not cover, right? So essentially between Medicare A and B as your primary and a Plan F through a private insurance company as your secondary, you had full coverage. And it was looked at as the Cadillac plan for many, many years. Um, I know we've done a lot of episodes in terms of what happened to the Plan F and why it isn't that viable anymore, but essentially what happened is, um, fast forward to about 2012, maybe 13, people had been on Plan Fs for a very, very long time right 1992 all the way to 2012 that's essentially 20 years and um, there's been a lot of there there was a lot of people on those plans over the years and essentially a lot of people on the plans that were sick and those people that were sick were causing the insurance companies to pay out a lot of claims and which in turn was causing the prices to inflate for both existing and new customers for the plan app enter we entered um, plan G's plan N's just other very viable options for the Medicare Supplement Plan F. Uh, well, other than the Medicare Supplement Plan F, I should say. And essentially, in 2015 was kind of the nail in the coffin when they when the government passed what's known as the MACRA bill. For those of you, for those of you who aren't aware of the MACRA bill, what it did was, starting in 2020, it took five years to actually take effect, but it was passed in 2015. Any person that was eligible for Medicare after 2020 would not have the option of purchasing a Plan F any longer, which means there was not less and less new people um, coming into Plan Fs, which that didn't help the problem of the inflated and increased prices. Now, people that were eligible for Medicare prior to 2020 still have and always will have the option of purchasing a Plan F if they so choose to. However, is that the best move for that person? That's what we're gonna be talking about today on this episode. Is there any good reason 
to still purchase a Plan F. Because you'll hear some people say that, well, you know, there's new blocks of business for Plan F. What, what a block of business essentially is, is it's a new product that comes out from an insurance company that nobody has been on in the past. When, when, it, when there's people that have been on a product since 2005, 2010, 2015, that's considered a block of business where everybody is on the plan with you. And some of the some of what in turn goes into factor out the rate increases determines how healthy or how financially healthy I should say that block of business is. Now, I'm, this episode is going to be relatively short because I think the answer to this is pretty easy and pretty simple for us to unpack here. Let me let me um, answer this question by giving you folks an analogy. When you go to the store, what store are you going to? Now, I'm sure a lot of you might be answering this to yourself. You might be answering with a lot of different questions, right? If you are in Florida, let's say, you might go to a Publix or Winn-Dixie or something along those lines. I lived in Florida. I know what the, I know what the grocery stores are like there. But a lot of people probably still nationwide order their stuff on Amazon, a Kroger store, or they'll go to a Walmart, a Costco, or a Sam's Club. Now, there's, there's other stores that I'm sure people go to, maybe local stores, rural stores. But for the most part, you'll probably notice that more people go to Walmart than anywhere else. Still. Does that mean... People don't go to Target. Now, some of you might go to Target, but who goes, who gets more traffic? Walmart or Target? It's Walmart all day long, folks. Walmart's a bigger company. Walmart's a more successful company. <coughs> Think of it like this. Why would you shop at Target when you can shop at Walmart? And maybe you like Target. That's fine. Maybe it's your personal preference. Maybe some of you like a Plan F. Plan F is Target, Walmart would be a Plan G, or a Plan N, take your pick. It's not to say that nobody shops at Target, but it's just not as good of a, an experience probably. Probably don't have as much of an inventory, right? Prices might not be necessarily as good. Maybe they are, I don't know. I haven't shopped at Target for a long time. I know last time I went into Target, there was like nobody there. It was a ghost town. Why would you purchase a Plan F when you can purchase a Plan G or an N? In my opinion, even with new blocks of business, there's no viable reason to do it. My office only, off you know, my office only does Plan Fs for people. I mean, of course, if somebody requests it or demands it, we will do anything somebody wants us to. At the end of the day, we work for our customers, but. The only time we ever do a Plan F is when we're dealing with somebody who's maybe been on one for 20 years and they don't want to do anything else. And maybe we can move them to another Plan F and lower their price by doing so. But they won't. They don't want any other plan. They've had it for 20 years. It's all they know. Maybe someone's 85. We still do occasional Plan Fs in that situation, but I'd say probably nine out of 10 Medicare supplement products that we do for our customers and are either Plan Gs or Plan Ns because they're the two most viable products by a mile. And depending on the state you're looking in, one might be more viable than the other, depending on what rates are available. We've talked about this a lot on this show. But why would there be a reason to buy a Plan F? There's not. We've known since 2015, folks, 
The only difference between a plan F and a G is the plan G does not cover something that's known as the Medicare Part B deductible. The Medicare Part B deductible, as I talked to you in 2021, is $203 a year. We know this. Usually on average, you're probably going to spend $500 or more a year in premium for a plan F and a, over a plan G. So essentially, the plans are identical. Once that Medicare Part B deductible is met and satisfied with the plan G, it's identical to the plan F. It's full coverage after that between the two as long as it's the Medicare eligible or covered charge. So you're essentially paying the insurance company $500 extra a year for them to pay the $200 deductible for you. Does that make sense? We've known that since 2015, folks. The only reason why I'm doing this episode is because we do get asked quite a bit, is there still a reason to buy a Plan F? I would say virtually no, unless there's a very, very unique situation. Do you want to shop at Target or do you want to shop at Walmart? That's what it comes down to. Some of you might enjoy sharp shopping at Target. Some of you might think Target's the better store. Some of you might think the Plan F's the best plan. It's not. It's just not. The numbers don't add up. Now, there's probably more of a conversation to be had Target versus Walmart, but that's what I compare it to because I don't have any need to shop at Target. I look at Target as almost like a poor man's Walmart. They're structured the same way. They try to do all the same things, try to be an all-in-one store, but they just don't have the same thing. They just don't have the same pizzazz, and they just don't get as many people through the door as Walmart. Do you want to shop at Target or do you want to shop at Walmart? In my opinion, I think there's very little reason, if any, to have a Plan F in today's day and age. And the prices on the Plan Fs are just going to continue to inflate more and more and more over the next decade as we go through the 2020s. Because there's less, there, there's really no new people coming on the Plan Fs anymore. The younger people aren't jumping on. Who's the healthier pool of people in the eyes of the insurance company? Probably the younger demographic, right? on average, in a vacuum. So my short answer to that question, folks, is no, I don't really think there is a great reason to get one. Anyway, folks, um, short episode here today. Hope you enjoyed it. Um, hope you do get something out of it. We've had some really great episodes come um, that have come out recently. Last week's episode, episode 255, where we addressed Medicare possibly adding dental vision and hearing coverage and possibly lowering their eligibility age down to 60 with a bill that's been proposed. Um, that was a really good episode, and we're going to have a lot um, of really fantastic episodes here to come as we get closer to the annual election period, which is essentially the Medicare open enrollment period where you can change your Medicare Advantage plan, your Part D prescription drug plan, um, and it goes from October 15th through December 7th. So we'll have a lot of new breaking information to bring you for that. And um, thanks so much for watching, folks. I hope you have a fantastic Labor Day. And um, until next time, we'll be back. Have a great Monday. Happy Medicare.